Real quick, before we start, if you like what you hear and you're not following the podcast, make sure you hit that follow button. It helps the podcast grow, and that means we can change more lives of people just like you. Let's get into today's episode. What is going on, Life Fitness Coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Eyes Make Money on the Trainer Podcast. It's your fucking boy, B-Mark, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking to my clients. We're on pod chats. All right, so before I get into today's episode, I'm super fucking excited because we just dropped tickets to the PT Domination All Access event in fucking May. I also keep getting corrected by my team because it's Friday, May 3rd, and Saturday, May 4th, and they're like, you keep saying May 4th to May 5th, so my bad, okay? It's Friday, Saturday in May, which I believe is the 3rd and the 2nd. If it's wrong, then fucking you can tell me to go fuck myself. I keep getting it wrong, so whatever. Uh, It's going to be in Kelowna. It's going to be in May. It's going to be at the Metro. We're expecting 350 people live in person. We've already sold, I believe, 200 tickets. And so if you're listening to this fucking podcast and you're considering coming, I would highly recommend doing so because it will change your life in more ways than you can possibly imagine. So on pod chats today, you guys, I'm going to ask because we got a lot of people that are raising their hands. I'm going to ask that you ask a direct question because I want to make sure that I serve you and everybody else on board. And I don't want to be here for two fucking hours. I'd rather us get in and out in an hour and me fucking blow your minds. All right. So without further ado, let's get into it. My boy D, how can I serve you today, bro? Good, what's good? How you doing, man? Dude, I'm doing great. I'm having a great fucking day over here. It's the best day of my life. Love it, bro. Love it. So Cole did a content audit yesterday and then 10K. And pretty much I just want to follow up with that. I got a lot of value from it. But there are a couple of videos that did well last week compared to others that didn't. And I just kind of want to get that reviewed and see what I can do better on those videos to just kind of keep everything moving in that direction, if that makes sense. So I don't want to turn this into a content audit. So I'm going to tell you what to look for, okay? Okay. First three seconds of the video. So whenever I'm doing a content audit, I'm looking at the first three seconds of the video. Like, what did you say in the first three seconds? Oftentimes, it's the hook that made the video go viral. So I might repeat the hook. The second thing you want to look for is the where you filmed the video and what outfit you were wearing. Because oftentimes, I found that when I'm wearing a darker fucking t-shirt, that my videos do better. I also have a certain hairstyle in most of my videos because those are the videos that perform better. And the second thing as well is what are you wearing and what's the setting? What's the setting? Are you in the gym or are you in the kitchen? Makes a difference. Or are you outside? Third thing is what's the actual subject of the video? Maybe in the video, you opened up about something deep emotional that you've never opened about before. Or maybe in the video, you were talking about why doing lat pull downs wrong is going to fuck up your back. So maybe you lean into that and say like, okay, if the lat pull down thing worked, why don't I try doing, if you're doing your shoulder press wrong, you're going to get a shoulder impingement. Here's how to do it better. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. One last quick question. So when you go about making content for yourself and making the scripts, I try to get everything done in one session. So that's going to be about 21 videos per week, three videos per day, but it's a lot of scripting. So I kind of got away from scripting and just started doing hooks, which then I noticed my views started going down. So what would you say is the best way to kind of balance that out so that you can maximize? That's a great question. I would rather you do 14 scripts that are fucking bangers than 21 that are average. Yeah, because like, let's let's just play a scenario out, right? So you do 21 average scripts and they all get between, you know, 1,000 to 2,000 views versus you do 14 banger scripts that you know are good. And one of those videos is 100K views. That one video just made up for all the fucking shitty videos that you could have made in a month and a half. Absolutely. Right? So I'd rather you have 14 bangers than 21 average scripts, which is also why I'm only doing three YouTubes a week. Right. I used to do seven a fucking week, which all of you guys knew that. The reason I cut it down to three is because I know that I can produce three bangers a fucking week. So 
14 bangers rather than 21 average scripts is my answer to that. Okay. Bet. I appreciate it, man. Cool. We'll get to work. I'll see you soon, doc. Mr. Dan Whaley coming to the fucking event. What's going on, dog? Yo, yo, yo. What's up, B? Yo, good to see you on here, bro. How you doing? Yeah. First, actually my first time on pod chats. This is crazy. So doing good, man. Hey, uh, so I've got a question, right? So I was on a, um, I was on a call yesterday with an Instagram coach. Yep. And, uh, you know, I'm just I'm a little hesitant about the investment, pretty large investment. So, you know, I wanted to come to my mentors and ask their opinion on getting an Instagram coach. You know, I'm trying to grow my account and I'm um, doing a lot of outbound leads, not getting a lot of inbound leads. So, you know, trying to minimize my visions of grandeur, right? And like, try not to get to like, like, get sold on all their promises, but hey, you know, it is some pretty good stuff that they're saying that they could do for my account. So yeah, coming to you, man. Here's what I would rec- highly recommend doing in terms of if you're thinking about hiring a mentor, this is what to look for. Okay. Number one, like, especially an Instagram mentor, look at their actual Instagram account and look at all of their content in terms of saves, comments, shares, and views. Don't look at their follower account because honestly, their follower account is fucking irrelevant. People can pay for followers these days and people can pay for views and people can pay for likes and comments. So what I would recommend doing is consuming their content, asking yourself if it's actually highly valuable, asking yourself if it's like getting the saves, views, shares, comments, et cetera. And then another thing I would ask yourself is, Dan, if you buy a course from an Instagram coach, they're going to teach you how to create content like them. So does their style of content, do you want to create content like them? Just because they have a certain amount of followers doesn't mean that it's going to be a good thing for you. So it's like, do you want to create content like them? Do they have the saves, views, shares, likes, and comments that you'd like to get? And if you buy a content course from them, you're going to be able to create content like them. So do you even like their fucking content? Now, I'm a a big for investing in mentorship, 100% which is why I fucking invested in Devin Dato. Now, Devin Dato is a fucking pretty penny, but I'm just saying. He's launching a course that's like 497, which is cool. Last thing I'd say is, I don't want to go off on a side ramble. Last thing I'd say in regards to mentorship is, especially if you're paying a fucking high ticket amount, is I would ask how much contact you get with the guy directly. So if you're paying, yeah. like, you're paying 10, 20, 30, 40K, whatever the fuck it is, I don't know how much it costs, but it's like, how much do I get to talk to you? That's important. Yeah. Yeah. It would be one call bi-weekly. Yeah. One call uh, bi-weekly. And then do you mind me asking what the investment, you don't have to say his name on here, but what's the investment? Yeah. It's uh, 4k. So it's a six month program, 4k investment, and then one call bi-weekly and you get access to like their, their school app, you know? So you get like the trainings and courses and whatnot. Yeah. And so for that, are, is, does, is it with him or with his team? It's with one of his, one of his team members. So I'm actually in a group chat. I made a deposit on the program just to kind of lock in my spot, right? So I'm in a group chat with one of their coaches and I'm just trying to ask as many questions as possible before like fully committing to this. Yeah, dude, I think I, I think 4K is pretty reasonable to be honest with you. Like just for context, I paid Devin about 30 grand and Devin's really <laughs> fucking good, but Devin was 30K. Yeah. I think 4K is pretty reasonable. Yeah, there's definitely levels to this shit. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, and dude, no, I get it. At 4K is a big, <laughs> like I'm not, I just like, I also want you to know like what's on the market. Cause obviously you're in this program, you know, you're like your boy, Thomas is in the millionaire mastermind. So there's different like levels. And so like this as a business mentorship program, like people are like, Oh, the CLA is expensive. It's like, you guys don't know what's on the market right now. Like most mentorship programs right. at this level are like 10 to 15 grand. And so it's just like knowing what's in the market. I know what's in the market for content coaches. And I would say an average content coach is between 10 and 30 grand. 
<laughs> okay. Yeah, because he has three months. It's just like an accelerated program is 9K. Yeah. And it's like all hands-on, super one-on-one. And then like the six month is 4K, which is not so hands-on. Yeah. Do you have any like recommendations as far as like other IG coaches to like, hey, you should go look at this guy before beforehand? I know who you're talking about. And uh, I'm not going to shut him on the podcast because I get 100,000 downloads a month and I'm not going to give him free game. Um, but the coach that you're looking at right now actually bought the CLA to fucking study all of our shit, which is really funny. He asked me if you could buy it. I was like, you can buy it if you want. I don't give a fuck. And me yeah. and it worked with him and it was valuable. Cole did like some of his shit. So I think you're going to get value. I think you should do it. All right. All yeah. right. Cool, man. Cole, Thank and you. I, Cole and I both worked with him. I know who you're talking about. All right. Right on. Thank you, brother. Got you, dude. I will see you at the fucking event, bro. Can't wait, bro. So stoked. Let's go, dude. Let's go. I'm excited. You guys love yes, it up. I love it. I love it. I'm happy you got a fucking picture, bro. Cool. Mel, how can I serve you, girl? What's going on? Hey. First, I want to say to Dan real quick, I asked Cole about the same coach and Cole said that that coach wasn't worth it. So I would reach out to Cole too and ask him, but <laughs> I... Sorry. Have... Now you're confused. You're like, what the fuck? I think it was worth it, but also Cole's a high-level creator, but that's, I guess that's the yin and the yang in us. I've talked to a few social media coaches to something I'm looking to up my game for my content. And in speaking to one of them, we had like brainstorming session and he told me that I should, like I have too many offers and we chatted for a while and he gave me an idea, which I liked, but I wanted to run it by you. So right now I still do a 16 week program because for me, I feel like if I'm putting them in a 16 week program and they need six months to a year and I get them results, they're going to resign. They're going to renew anyway. But then if they're like difficult to deal with, or, you know, I have to constantly chase them, then it's an easy after 16 weeks. Okay. See you later instead of having them for a year. But he suggested I do one offer and it's 20 weeks because in my bio, I had, I help midlife women lose 20 plus pounds. And he said, you know, what if you do like a 202020 program where they lose 20 pounds in 20 weeks and that's your one offer. And, you know, if they, if it's not attainable in 20 weeks, say they have 50 pounds to lose or more or whatever, then, you know, they'll sign up for another 20 weeks or I can choose to go on to month after that. What do you think about that? So first of all, I think that I'm just going to give my full perspective on this. So I actually like the idea. So I'm just going to say that the 20 pounds in 20 weeks, I think it's good. Having one offer in general is very basic surface level advice because look at the, look at pizza domination. We have the chain Dads Academy. We have the 10 K mastermind, the million dollar mastermind, because we've got different offers based on what people need. That being said, here's what I will say is I want everyone to write this in the chat. You should always lead with one offer. So I think leading okay. with your offer, and it doesn't matter what your offer is, Mel. Like, I need to fucking ask you a question. Is your business successful right now? Yes. Okay, then don't fucking change your business. That's my advice. It is successful, but it's a little stressful because I have like a 16-week, a 24-week, and a year program. Okay. They're usually either on a 16 or 24, and then so it's like just trying to keep it straight. Who's on 16? Who's on 24? Like when they need to come up and those types of things. That's problem is going to come up even if you only have one fucking offer because you're still going to sign up people at different times. And so this isn't an offer problem. This is a, you need to get organized problem. Get it? Yeah, I do. I know. And I have it organized. Like I know like 
four weeks out, I get a notification that I need to start talking to them about, you know, renewing and, but I feel like there's so many different times. There's gonna, always going to be different times. I have more things to say. You're, you're making over 10K month right now, right? Not always. But like for the most part? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have multiple things to say and I don't want to go off on tangents. So I'm going to try to fucking summarize it. Don't change what's working in your business. You are seeking out a content coach, which will help you get more eyeballs on your shit, which is important. But a, there's a difference between a content coach and a business coach. I'm a business coach. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to tell you that a content coach is not a business coach. So like, I don't mind the idea of 20 pounds in 20 weeks. I actually think that's catchy and that's clever. Touche. But there's a difference between content coaching and business coaching. So if you're going to go to a content coach, be like, thank you so much. That's so cool. How do I get more eyeballs on my shit? Because that's why I'd be fucking hiring. That's you're not hiring him to fucking- They talked about job. that too. That's why I'm bringing it to you. I know. I'm just saying. Hand. So I, I, want, I want to get your opinion. I'm like, you. I thank you. That's cool advice. Get more eyeballs on my shit. That's why I'm fucking here. Okay. So like, All it's right. really important that you guys understand this because I think that sometimes like, if you're, it's some people just do this. They just want to give you advice. They want to help you out because they're a coach. It's like, oh, I'm going to coach you in this other thing. I'm like, unless if they're more successful than me, I'll shut the fuck up because like sometimes it's good to take advice, right? But at the end of the day, don't change a business that has a model that's working. And if it is stressful that you're like, you have to keep up with certain people at certain times, that to me isn't an indicator that you need to change anything in your offer. That to me is an indicator that we need to have a more streamlined process to organize. And there's always like going to be levels to organization. Like you have reminders and stuff that come up, but maybe there's another level that we can add to that. So it, com- it becomes a lot less stressful, to- but don't create another problem just because somebody created a suggestion, like hire one person for one thing and be like, thank you so much. I will take that advice. And then just be selective with what you listen to, because you don't want to change something just because one person said one thing. When like, yeah, it might be useful, but also like, that's not why you're fucking there. Like, cool. Thank you so much. Get more eyeballs on my shit is what the conversation should be like. Right? Yeah, that makes sense. Thank you. Yeah. Cool. Teach me how to go viral right, and then leave my other shit alone. I'll fucking handle the offers. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. What's up, Adam? What's up? How's it going? Fucking best day of my life, brother. How are you doing? Best day of my life too. So I'm going to try to make this as fast as possible and like straight to the point. But basically back in May, I had my first 10K month and I was doing amazing having tons of leads and then since then it definitely went down um a few months after it was up and then the past few months it's been like my income's been like two to three k and i did take my foot off the gas for a few months i was depressed and all that shit whatever but the past two three months i've been really back on um with my foot on the gas and i just kind of feel stuck like i'm i'm stuck around like two to three k trying to get back okay so first things first is what you're experiencing right now, Adam, is a result of you taking your foot off the gas five months ago. So like the reality that you see in front of your eyes right now is because of all the actions that you have taken up to this point. Yeah. Does that make sense? So it's like everything that's manifesting in front of you right now is because of all the, you know, the thoughts, the beliefs, the actions, the fucking how you showed up in the previous six months is manifesting right now, which also means how you're showing up right now is going to manifest in the next one to two months. And so even though you might feel energetically stuck, I promise you, you're not. You're just not seeing the fruits of your labor. Because like the bamboo tree, you need to fucking water it every day. Water it, water it, water it, boom. And then it just fucking happens. And I know that you've experienced that, Adam, because you've been in the program for a long fucking time. And there's been months where you're like, I don't know if this is going to work. And then all of a sudden, at the end of the month, you you make like seven grand. But that won't happen for you if you're like, I'm stuck. It's not working, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, you need to shift your perspective and understand that like, you're just experiencing now with the seeds that you planted six months ago. 
And now that you have this new awareness, I want you to write this down. Never lose momentum, bro. Never lose momentum. And I'm not going to take away from your depression, okay? Because whatever you were going through was probably some real shit. But regardless of going through real shit or not, it's like your landlord doesn't give a fuck about the bills. Like it does, they don't give a fuck about how you're feeling. The people that you lease your car from aren't going to give you a month off because you had time, like you had to take a break. You know, like the bills are going to keep coming. And so you need to develop the mindset that like you'd have like a certain set of non-negotiables that get done no matter the fuck what. Because it's even in our careers, you guys, let's take online coaching to the side for a second. Like if you were to work nine to five for somebody else and they were paying you hourly, you couldn't just call into work every time you weren't fucking feeling good, or you wouldn't have a fucking job. So it's like, we need to treat our online coaching business the same fucking way. If we want it to be successful, we can't just close the door when we're having a bad day. Now, I'm not shaming you, but I also want you to, I want you to be aware of like, because you're asking me the question, why, like, why is my business not where it, want, where it needs to be? It's because you allowed yourself to lose momentum. All of us are going to experience adversity, including myself, but you get to decide whether or not that adversity causes you to stop doing what you need to do in order to be successful. So moving forward, you're not stuck. You're on the come up. That's the mindset. I'm on the come up. It's fucking happening for me. You need to keep doing what the fuck you're doing right now. That's keeping your foot on the gas and your breakthrough is coming. I promise you. Okay. When you get that momentum back, you need to make the decision that you're never, ever, ever going to lose it ever, bro. And like, remember how much this sucks right now. Because when you go through a hard time next time and you're thinking about taking your foot off the gas, I want you to remember how much it sucked to lose momentum and then keep doing the fucking shit you need to do. Definitely. And I was going to say, like, I'm definitely happy I went through this because before this, I was feeling unstoppable. I was like, you know, I'll never go down. And then this helped me and just kind of smacked me in the face. It. So, so I know it's for the better that just going through the same. Dude, Being I get it. Up. And like... I think a big reason that oftentimes that we do get stuck and we end up taking our foot off the gas is because we self-sabotage because we don't view ourselves as somebody worthy of this level of success. And it's like, you get, you start crushing it. Everything's going amazing. You're like, oh, this is so fucking great. It's easy now. Yeah. Where was this the whole time? And then you're like, wait, why do I deserve this? I'm always struggling. Right. So a lot of this has to do with like identity and how we see ourselves. Like start seeing yourself as a motherfucker that makes $10,000 every single month. That way, when it starts to happen, it doesn't surprise you, bro. Does that make sense? Okay. 100%. All right. Start showing up as that guy and never fucking miss. Don't let yourself lose momentum again. All right. Thank you. Good to see you, bro. What's up, Anthony? How you doing, bro? Oh, I said best day ever. Same as you, right? I love it, bro. Absolutely. How can I serve you? All right. So uh, my Instagram popped off. I got like 25,000 followers. Oh shit! So, last time I looked, it was like four thousand. Yeah, that shit popped off last three days. Still gone. I like that. So gave me good problems. So I got a bunch of applications. So inbound leads. A lot of them are from different countries, like Germany, India, New Zealand, whatever. I'm in the state in the U.S. I've never worked with international, but I'm still yet. like reaching out. Yeah. Right. Yet. Yet. So I reached out to them, you know, the one I, I have qualifying questions in my application, like, how old are you? Are you ready to financially invest? Those sort of things. Add that question that I heard you, I think, well, on live yesterday with um, how long have you been following me and whatnot. Yep. But I'm pretty much um, just asking a ton of like expansive questions with them. And I, I'm not sure if I should go ahead and like book a call with them with the whole time zones. Like, I don't know fuck about shit when it comes to time zones, like here versus there and having to like figure out coordination. Cause I only have like a certain amount of, uh, I have a certain window in the day where I can do calls. 
So like, should I sell by chat or should I still try and coordinate a time to have phone calls with these leads? So you're asking great questions. This is fun. So first things first is phone calls will always lead to higher conversions, period. Yep. Across the board. Like the reason that you'd sell by chat is because you wanted to buy back your time. So that's where right. that's really effective. I do think that sell by chat might have a place in this though. And if you're in the academy and you don't know what sell by chat is, you guys can go watch my YouTube. I'm, we're not going to answer sell by chat questions in the academy, just to be clear, but I'm going to give Anthony the advice because he fucking asked for it. I would book calls with anybody that's in Canada and the US. Like that would be top priority. Priority number yep. one. Okay. Priority number two is there's, um you're basically going to run people through the DM script on, you know, anybody that's in Germany or whatever. And then anybody that's interested in working with you, you're just going to pitch them over DM just like you do over a call. Obviously, this is like a very bare bones version of sell by chat. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, I wouldn't recommend trying this unless you have a fuckload of leads because this only this doesn't work unless you have volume. If you have volume, like Anthony's like, I have too many applications to keep up with. This works. If you don't have volume, you're just going to burn through your shit. At volume, it doesn't really matter if you burn through because you got fucking, you're getting all these fucking followers that are coming in every day. So Priority number one would be booking calls with Canada people in the US. Priority number two would be creating like a fucking bare bones version of sell by chat. And I would just try to sell people that are in different time zones with text message over Instagram and voice notes and videos, et cetera. Okay. I have sold over voice notes before and it's worked. Like it's pretty much the same thing. Ask the same question just over voice and it seemed to work. But yeah. Okay. So I would also make the decision that you're going to hit 10K a month this month because it's 100% going to happen if you wanted to. Yeah. Going through leads and messages right now is is tough as there's a lot of messages in my in my inbox. So just finding the time to book the call is what I'm struggling with. It's time. Time's the ish. Time's the the the, the struggle right now. That's why Subway so, Chat has a place for you, right? Subway Chat does yeah. have a place for you. So yep. calendar and then fucking voice note and sling some fucking programs. Subway Chat, hundred percent. Go watch my YouTube. I just posted a YouTube on this. All right, I will. Bet. What a great problem to have, eh? Who here wants fucking Anthony's problems? Say fucking me in the chat. <laughs> I used to struggle finding 25 people to DM and then this shit happened. So yeah, I like that, bro. Dude, I'm super happy for you. You made the commitment to the 10K mastermind. The universe is like, this motherfucker is serious. That's what I was going to say. I was like, what kind of switch did you flick in the universe? Like, I didn't hey, that wasn't was me. Right. That's you. That's what happens when you invest in yourself. They, dude, who the fuck else? Something like crazy like this happened to somebody else recently. They're like, I don't know what happened. I'm like, you invested and the universe delivered because it's just like you committed all of your energy. And once you commit all of your energy, the universe is like, okay, this motherfucker's serious. Bang, 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 bang. Now you just need to receive. You got a new fucking level of problems. Let's solve these now. Let's go. Absolutely. Proud of you, bro. Good shit. I got you. Let's fucking go. Paige, what up? Hey. Hello. Paige plus baby. Trying to keep him from um, crying. <laughs> all good. Um, so, got a question. Our schedule changed recently and I lost childcare for my kids. Yep. So I am working my full-time job at home while watching two kids while working on my business. So trying to juggle it all. I've still been posting consistently, um, adding people every day. Just started sending DMs. Yep. But for over a month, I've been adding 100 people on IG and TikTok and then adding as many as I can on Facebook without being action blocked. But my views are all staying the same. Nothing's going up. It's all averaging around the same. So I'm trying to figure out what I can focus on to help increase leads and then potentially clients because I don't have any new ones coming in while still managing my time while it's kind of short at the moment. 
Yeah. So there's two different problems. So two things I'm hearing. Number one is you have a, you're working on expanding your network, which I think is super important and you should be doing that, which I'm happy that you're doing that. But that's like, I want you to spend, if you spent more time on improving your content and less time on network expansion, you would get more views. And so the, I'm going to give you credit for being a super mom because that's what you are. Everybody's typing it in the chat. So you're probably spending an hour, maybe a day or so on network expansion. I want you to spend 20 minutes. And then I want you to spend 40 minutes studying content. And when I say studying content, I mean, watching a replay of content audits. I mean, going into the fucking units and like taking something and implementing, because I just checked out your page on fucking live while I'm here. And I know that if you spent more time on content that you would make, you would have significantly more leads and you would do a lot better with your content and you would get more clients reaching out to you because all of the views are around 200 to 400, which I trust me, I get it. It's fucking frustrating. But I know for a fact, if you spent more time on content, you would get more views rather than network expansion. And I just want to give you credit because you posted 723 times. So like work ethic is not an issue with you, Paige, which is amazing. What I want you to do is I want you to start spending more time figuring out what your audience wants and then delivering it to them. I would go, I'm going into your content right now. Any, any videos that are over 300 views, I'd be writing down what I did in the video and I'd be trying to double down on that. I also would be studying creators like Kirsten Mark. I'd be studying creators like that are creating for busy moms like Clayton Snyder. Christian Caba is actually a really good one that creates for busy moms as well. I'd be looking at their content on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. I don't think you should spend any time adding people on TikTok. I really think there's no ROI there at all. So I would eliminate that off of my to-do list. And again, I'm just like, you need to spend more time on content. As annoying of an answer as that is, it's the truth because- all the time in the world on network expansion won't matter if they come to your page and they don't like your content. Like you said, going, it's like 200 to 400 views and the engagement is pretty spotty. Although there's obviously more engagement on just random picture posts, which are not fitness related than anything else. I don't want to focus just on that. Well, yeah, I think you should. Like, I also think like having your baby, like, have you tried doing a talking video with your baby in your hand? Right there now. is recently just a couple of days ago with him. In it. So that like something we should do, right? That sounds like something moms would really like to. So let's experiment with that. Like you're like, I want you to get into the experimentation page. Like experimentation is the name of the game right now for you because like you're not, you haven't found your flow. Everybody writes in the chat. When you haven't found your flow, you need to be experimenting. You need to be experimenting, trying different shit. That's the name of the game for you. I don't want you to spend all of your time network expansion. I want you to spend more of your time experimenting with your content. Cool. So do you recommend posting more than once a day then? And just kind of trying different things, maybe twice a day or something. So that's a good question. It depends. Like if you're rushing to post a day, then yes. Mm -hmm. I would spend 30 minutes researching different content ideas mm -hmm. and writing a script and then posting one good video per day, then two videos per day that are average. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. It like high quality content is the name of the game. And my definition of quality content is content that gets views, likes, saves, shares, et cetera. And that's going to be different for every audience. You're serving busy moms. So you need to figure out what busy moms want. And you need to give it to them because that's how your audience is going to grow. And that's how you're going to sign more clients. Okay. All right. I will work on content every night and then also batch on weekends. I love it. Good to see you, Paige. Paige plus baby. Thank you. You're welcome. What up, Q Rush? How can uh, I see you, brother? You're all good. You're good. I've been getting it. Now I'm feeling way better. Last time I talked to you two weeks ago, I was recovering from death. So feeling a lot better. I know this isn't a content audit, but I just wanted to say I did take your advice about the tonality and trying to um, 
not be so monotone when I'm talking in my videos. So I definitely feel better about that. But what I realized is my my lack of pumping out content, I think really came from like my conviction and the content I'm making. And what I mean by that is my avatar right now has been this since I started doing this like a year or two ago. Yep. And it's it's towards women, busy women, all that stuff we talked about. And I realized I don't really, I think that's what's slowing me down. Like, I think I want to focus on the problem. I think I heard you or Cole say that. I focus yep. more on the problem than the, the girl or guy part of it. Yep. So that's kind of, you know, I'm looking at my analytics and everything though. And I'm like, cause I was on this, I was on love is blind, this dating show. So like my followers are 70% women for sure. And like my client base is 90% women as well, but I'm starting to have more guys reach out. Cause I've been posting like my proof pictures and stuff and my transformation and stuff. So do I got to just jump in and just make the switch on targeting men and women or targeting the problem, I should say, versus is, is it a bad idea to switch from women since it's kind of starting to get guys to trickle it? I just feel like I'm like, hey, ladies, and it's just aimed at women, you know? Yeah, dude, this is a very simple solve. It's super cool because the only solve you're going to have is it's the same fucking content. You just don't say ladies anymore. Yeah. It's the same fucking shit. Yeah. I mean, you're speaking to men and women. Obviously, there's not the same shit with everything. Like if you're talking yeah. about periods. Or like exactly. hormonal cycles, like that's a different story. But you're probably not an expert on that, anyways. So yeah. like, it's the same shit. It's just you're not saying ladies anymore. So the answer is yes. And I that was that's exactly what you said. I, I made a video and actually got got a lot of good engagement. But I made a video about like basically eating on periods and stuff like that. I work with I was like, and I made it because I work with a lot of women, and here's two things I know, and it got pretty good views on it for, and engagement, better than views. It got a lot of engagement. But as I made that video, there's one comment that stood out, and she was like respectfully shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> exactly you're not a fucking yeah, woman but i felt her though and she's a homie but i felt her i was like i mean fuck i feel you like i but you're I, you like know. what are you fucking talking about you have no fucking idea what a period is dude yeah so so that was kind of that moment i was like fuck like don't want to fucking really do that anymore <laughs> you know i get I mean? it i get it women are like who the fuck is this motherfucker telling me about my goddamn period all right so that's <laughs> just take out the word ladies just change up like helping people live happier, healthy. Like for me, bro, my tagline of that designation was I, I help people live happier, healthier, stronger lifestyles. And the problem that I targeted was low carb dieting because I was a restrictive eater for a long time and it caused me to binge and fucking purr, like not purge, sorry, but I was binging and like I got really, really fucking fat and it was really bad. So that was a problem that I solved. And that was how I created all my content is I created content that helped people live happier, healthier, stronger life without restricting the carbs. So yes, I love, problem marketing is fun. That makes me like, yes. I think especially as an online coach that like you are a man. So men are going to be attracted to your transformation story. You're a man that's Jack. So yes, the answer is yes. Do it. Okay, cool. Cool. Then real quick on the avatar part of it or the problem part of it. Like my, I don't want to work with my former self. I was like a super skinny athlete, you know, like that's just not a good niche to work with in my opinion. Like, I agree. so, but you know, busy adults, desk job is boring shit. So, so like, how would you like, how would I go about the, uh, picking a new avatar or a problem to solve, I guess? I help men and women gain energy and lose fat while building confidence. Oh, so pretty much what I it's have now. It's literally fucking, <laughs> I'm saying, you're making it way more complicated than it needs to be. It's, right, I'm done. Next, next person, get out of here. Bye. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Dude, it's like, I want you to, I want it to be that simple for you. That's how yeah. simple it is. Because when it's actually that simple. You creating content's a lot fucking easier. It's a lot fucking simpler than you're making it out to be. Maybe that's going to help my brain a lot. So thank you. You're welcome, bro. It's easier than you think it is. I got you. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. 
If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. What up, Sammy? Hi, how are you? Best day of my fucking life. How are you? I'm good. Are you feeling better? I feel, you know, what's fucking funny is I feel 12 out of 10. And I think Cole got what I got because he's at the doctor. <laughs> he was like, what were your symptoms? I was like, fevers, chills, and poops. He's like, fuck. I was like, oh, dude. I'm like, you need to go to the doctor right now because it's not. I'm like, if you're, this is day one, I'm like, it won't get bad for you. Go to the doctor now. So that's where he's at right now. I feel great though. Yikes. 12 out of 10. Was that like kind of like the equivalent of like Bali Belly, but for DR? Yes, that's exactly what the fuck I had. It was fucking horrible. I've also had Bali Belly before, and it was like it was like right on par par with Bali Belly. It was not fun. Oh yeah, okay, I can feel it. Let's just say I'm happy with my fucking my water. Yeah, and it makes you just want to get back to home. Hey, you're just like, like I'm sick of third world countries. Yeah, that's literally. Get the fuck out of here now. I'm like, I need my fucking yeah. I need my bed and I need regular water. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, so my. To, well, my question, but first I just want to say that I have like made the commitments myself that um, when it comes time for my years up in CLA, I want to be able to go up to 10K. So I'm just oh, like, shit. Out to it. I like That's that. That's my goal. I like Until like July. So I have time. I have time. I I'm like at like 4K reoccurring now. So Wow. Look at you. That's what happens when you keep showing up to fucking pod chats. I like it. Yes. I'm just like you said, like whatever, everything I've been doing the last like six months, it everything's starting to flow now. Whereas yep. before I was like, oh, God, I'm so impatient. But now it's like, ah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Love that for you. That's awesome. So funny that now I'm starting to like have, oh, this is happening for the first time or this issue is happening for the first time now that I'm getting momentum. So for the first time, I've had a client who is overdue for re-signing, but has kind of ghosted but kind of not like I can still she still checked in last weekend and she has logged in her workout and even like replied to my messages but like keeps dancing around or ignoring me being like let's book a call let's do like all the re-sign process for the month leading up to her end of her 16 weeks I did everything that you're supposed to do yep. did not book a call did not talk like nothing happening and now I'm 10 days over and I'm like, I'm so close to just being like, for fuck, sorry, I'm swearing, but for fuck's sake, like you owe me money now technically. And I'm quite frustrated, but I don't want to burn bridges. And I, cause something might be happening and she might want to refine. Pause. So I, You've already crossed your own boundaries. I want you to go look at yourself in the mirror and after this. And I want you to be like, you can't be mad at somebody else because you crossed your own boundaries. Like you can't be mad at her because you like lapsed on your boundaries. Yeah. She was fucking due 10 days ago and you let her stay. That's a you problem, not a her problem. So what do you think's the best way to, because I don't, I, I could easily. Deactivate her trainer. Yeah. That's you it. Think just cut her off. Yeah. Yeah. And then send her a video and be like, hey girl, I hope you're having such an incredible day. I just want to let you know, I am so grateful for you. I'm so happy we had the chance to work together. And I know that um, I tried to reach out a couple of times and here's what I would do. Okay. If yeah. cursing's cursed, have you been clear with the fact that she's due and that she that you wanted her to you wanted to jump on a call about renewing? Has that been clear or has it been vague? Yeah. 
no, I was clear. I've done messages. I've done video, like this kind hey, of like messages. Hey, I've done text if, messages, hey, everything. If, if it yeah. wasn't clear, I would get, make it clear. But since it is clear, this is what yeah. I I would deactivate yeah. or trainerize. And I would send her a video and be like, Sarah, I fucking just want you to know I've absolutely loved working with you and you are the best client ever. And if there's ever anything I can do to help you out, don't be afraid to reach out. I would love to help you out and I'd love to continue. You know, I'd love to help you and support you on your journey. So wish you all the best. You're a boss B. I just wanted to send you through the, your final before and after because I think it's fucking gangster. And uh, yeah, you're the best girl. Hope you have the best day ever. Bye-bye. Okay. That's a yeah. much nicer way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You can't be frustrated at her. It's your fucking problem, not hers. You're the one. Yeah. That yeah. That's kind of like, here's, I'll tell you a funny story. So I had a mastermind student. I'm not going to say who it was, but they were in the program. And I didn't charge them their second half of their like their installment because they paid in full. There's two installments. I didn't charge mm-hmm. them half their, their installment and they'd been in the program for like over a year. I couldn't be mad at them. That's my fucking fault. I'm like, I'm the idiot. I'm like, I'm for, I've got to charge you. Like, I could be like, well, why didn't you reach out? But I'm like, it's not yeah. I'm fucking idiot. Like I led you in the program. I didn't double check. It's my fault. So I reached out. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, sleep, my bad. Well, I'm not going to charge you randomly now. It's my fucking fault. I'm like, I, don't, I forgot to charge yeah. you. to. That's a me problem, not a you problem. So like, you need to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, uh-uh, we ain't doing that anymore. And then don't let people cross your boundaries. Somebody's broken. Yeah. Just fucking close the door and be polite on the way out. By the way, everybody writes this in the chat, be polite on the way out is a is a big issue with like, this is where, it's something I struggled with for a long time. Is when somebody left, I was like, ah, why would you leave me? That's a you problem. Just like- Yeah, was, that's me. Why, why'd you leave me? That's like, you got abandonment issues. That has nothing to do with your fucking clients. <laughs> Right? Like our job is, yeah. is to become like help our clients become so good that they no longer need us. And so when our clients don't renew the program because they no longer need us, we can't be like, fuck you. Why didn't you renew? It's like, that's a good thing. You did your job. So I think- Yeah, I have had one client with yeah. that. And yeah. I was just like, no, I'm happy. You're sweet. Right. But this one, happy. because I was so out of the blue. Yeah. Do everything you possibly can to retain your clients and you wanted to have renewal processes and make sure that like people get taken care of and that you're trying to keep your business afloat. And if somebody ever makes a decision that they no longer want to work with you, you don't want to be like, fuck you on the way out. You want to be like, dude, thank you so much for choosing me as a coach. If you ever need anything, I'll be happy to help you out. Yeah. Okay. No, that was really helpful because I'm very like, I let people walk all over me quite easily because I'm like, people please up. But at the same time, I'm like, what the fuck? And like, I can easily turn around and be a little. Yep. You got to remember that that person just paid your rent for the last month. Remember that. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. All right. I will do the video and cut her off today. And that is, I've got the steps in place. So thank you. That was very helpful. I needed that. I got you. So I don't go angry. Peace, love, protein, and have the best day of your life. Always. What's up, Arthur? Hey, what's up, Ryan? How you doing, brother? Doing great, man. How you doing? You already know, G. I already know. <laughs> yeah, so my one thing I know that I need to improve on with my content is speaking directly to my avatar's pain points. Yep. So last night, I posted a poll, and I asked my, my audience, um, is your goal to lose weight, or is it to build strength, build muscle? And it was split right down the middle, 50-50. So I'm just like curious about approaching it like where I have an audience that has two completely different pain points. And I just want to like, should I just be speaking to one pain point on a certain day and another pain point on another day? Or should I choose one of the two? I have a question for you. How many clients do you currently have? Right now I have seven clients. And out of those seven clients, what are the majority of their goals? Majority are currently to lose weight. Ding, ding. Yeah. It's it's still almost 50-50 though. 
Yeah, I would say lose weight would be like the thing. And like, dude, this is the thing, right? Is like, let's have a conversation about like pain points. The only thing I ever market on the front end, Arthur, is like how to sign your next client, how to, you know, grow on social media, what to say in your next video as a hook, right? The only thing I ever market on social media is to complete beginners. That's all I ever market. Like I've never like, you guys will rarely see a reel from me that's like, here's how to hire your next VA. Here's how to like hire online coaches to your team. Here's how you implement sell by chat in your business if you need to buy back your time from calls. You'll never see content like that from me. But all the time, I get people reaching out to me that want to go from like 10K to 30K a month or like from 50K to 100K a month because they see that I'm an expert in my niche. Get what I'm, you get where I'm going with this? So like be a weight loss expert because I think on, the, on planet Earth, there's a lot more fucking people that need to lose weight than like build muscle. So mm -hmm. unless you have a calling to building muscle for whatever XYZ reason, you like want to help people with their strength. If that's the case, if you have a fucking calling and you're like, I feel passionate about strength, then you should do strength because you'll be better at it because you're passionate about it. But if you're not sure and you're stuck between the two, more people on the planet need to lose weight than like overall. And, and whether or not they actually need to lose weight, because we all know they need to build muscle, but they think they need to lose weight overall. So marketing to those pain points and those symptoms will get a bigger reach as a general statement. So if your goal is to grow your client base and your Instagram, et cetera, then I'd be marketing to weight loss over building strength. Okay, awesome. I mean, that's what I was thinking anyway. So I just needed to hear you say it because for my personal fitness journey, it's I'm more interested in building strength, but I do feel like I could help more people with their weight loss goals. So yeah. Cool. I, so that's, that's two parts, right? Because on your personal journey and you're building strength, you can do your fucking before and afters. Right. So doing your before and afters, you're going to attract those people. As you're like documenting your own journey, but then your content speaking to weight loss. So you're like an authority in both realms. Perfect. Cool. See you soon, bro. See ya. Bam. What's up, Coach Corey? How you doing, brother? What is going on? How can I help you? All right. So first time on, I just joined you, uh, the CLA back in December, but I've been listening since the beginning of 2022. Crazy. So Over 500 episodes then. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And I've binged the crap out of those things. So I have a lot of bottles in my business right now, but there is definitely one that I think this one that I'm going to ask about, I think if I can kind of tackle this one, it'll make the future ones a little bit more simple. Yep. Obviously give me your feedback on that. Yep. Um, I'm married and I just need to know how to help my wife understand that I need her support in my business so I can succeed. Now the support meaning just we need to spend quality time together, you know, have that relationship and things like that. But this is my only source of income is doing what is, is coaching. I did have an in-person business. And so I closed that down to do this hundred percent. So I just need to kind of figure out how to be able to cohesively put the two together. Yeah. To answer this question, I'm going to ask you a follow-up question. Where do you feel like she's not supporting you? I'm just not understanding what uh, the effort that I need to actually be putting in to be successful. In what regard specifically? What do you mean? Like, so I need to actually spend time doing the work and I am unable to be able to spend the actual time to do the work because that requirement of hanging out and just having that ability to hang out with her and have that does, support. Does she work from home? No. What, what's, what is her job? She is a server. Okay. And so her shifts are like super inconsistent? Oh, no. So hers are mainly evening shifts. And so I can do all of my stuff when she's at work. Yeah. But if I'm not making any income from this, I just started at the beginning of this year doing Uber Eats to be able to at least pay for my car and, you know, things like that. 
So I'm going to, I'm still gone when she is not at work because I'm doing that to, to be able to do it. Okay. So, um, I'm going to say something that's super direct. Okay. Your wife's not going to believe in you until you fucking give her a reason to. I understand I, that, but I, I know, the I'm, reason. What is I the know. reason? <laughs> I know. So like, I'm going to tell you that like, you need to give her a reason to believe in you. And that reason is success. And so I'm going to fucking say something, something that I hope lights a fire underneath your fucking ass is when you're working on your business, it's important that like every conversation that you have with every single prospect is done with intent and every fucking piece of content that you put out is done with passion. And like, do it in a way that like, you're trying to like prove something. Like I got something to fucking prove. I'm going to change your fucking life. And so your own belief and your own conviction in your business is going to lead to results. And your results is what's going to cause your wife to believe in you. Nothing else. That's the first thing. The second thing is you need to explain everything that you're doing in your business. Because your wife, unless she's an online entrepreneur, has no fucking clue. And so the next time you guys hang out, I want you to sit her down and be like, can I show you everything? Can I like walk you through everything? Can I like explain to you like what I'm trying to do? Because I feel like I'm not do being a good fucking husband by like not sharing. It's like, if I can have like 60 minutes of your time, I want to show you everything I do. Show her everything. Show her the academy. Show her the fucking, show her our coaching call where Cole's fucking yelling at you. Show her what you're posting on social media and what your goal is with these posts. And show her how much thought and intention you put into every single piece of content. And show her what reaching out to your followers looks like. And show her the last time you got a paying client and how much money they fucking paid you. And then show her how much time it took you to get that amount of money from Uber Eats. And then be like, if I send one fucking client a week, that's an entire fucking week worth of Uber Eats. And so it might take me four days to sign that $1,000 client. But when I send that one fucking client that pays for the whole fucking week of Uber Eats, that's why I'm doing this shit. So she needs to understand all of it. Like you need to explain everything to her, right? Mm -hmm. The third thing, and this is really important, is you need to treat the relationship with your wife as important as you treat your business. This is a weird one. So I want to explain what I mean by that. Oftentimes when we're in relationships with our partners and we're trying to grow a business, we spend the time with our partners that we have left after we're done working on our business. And when we're grinding, oftentimes we don't have a lot of shit left. And the energy that we do have left, we give them the tired version of us. So you guys need to spend like plan intentional time together. Dude, going on a date with your wife once a week and planning that and being like, I'm taking you on a fucking date. I want to know your schedule. And on one of the days you're not working, we're going on a fucking date and I'm taking you to this place. I promise you she's going to be a lot more supportive if you like do that. So those three things, get her fucking results, right? Show her everything, like treat your wife's relationship as important as you treat your business and give it that much priority. All right. Am I able to give some pushback on those? All right. So the first one, if I don't do the work, I don't have anything to show the proof of what I'm, you know, like, Hey, I'm getting a client out of doing X, Y, Z, because I don't have the time to be able to do that because I'm doing the other things. The second one is she knows exactly what I'm doing. I share with her. I got to the point where I told her I'm not sharing anything because I got pushback from it. Like it didn't seem like it was important. Like I, I literally break down everything that I'm doing. I have a my entire schedule of what I do. And I posted it up on the fridge. I'm like, this is what I'm doing at these times. And this is why I'm doing them. And this is what this thing is going to lead into if I do these in a, you know, in this fashion. And then I have another breakdown of time of where I have open time on purpose scheduled. So we can be able to do the things that she would like to do, whether it's just the honeydews, household chores, church obligations, things like that. So I get your point. That's why I've already kind of tried to knock that out of the park. And then the third one is 
we do date our each other, but there's a financial kind of restraint on on that because I'm not providing. And so it's always on her dime. And that's just not, it's just an uncomfortable thing. Okay, so pause. you do a lot of no, 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 You went, now I'm going to go and I'm going to fucking rip into yeah. you. Why the fuck aren't you doing the work? If she's telling you, like, if you're telling me all this really? shit, yeah, um, why aren't you doing the work? Because you're saying the I work. I just told you. But the where's the work though? I'm confused. Like, I'm confused. Like, I'm, I'm not, we're not on the same page here because you're telling me that, like, like, where's the work not getting done? Because you're telling me. Let's, I'll, break, I'll break it down. So, so she sleeps yeah. in the mornings because she works late in the evenings. So yeah. during that time, I wake up at four o'clock in the morning. I get all my non-negotiables done in the morning. I head out at 6.45 a.m. to go do Uber Eats for two and a half hours, three hours. I set my, I gamified it based off of Nick's uh, live that he did. Yeah. So I have a certain number that I have to hit or a certain amount of hours at least being out there. Otherwise, I'm just wasting gas and whatever, right? Then I come back home. I do my next set of non-negotiables per the business for two hours. Yeah. She's getting ready for work by that time. And then I go back out and do another two or three hours of Uber Eats. Come back by this time. Now it's 2.30, 3 o'clock that I'm working on my business again. She's already about to head out the door about an hour later. And then wow. I do Uber Eats again. Okay, so you're, so you're putting in the work. Now, my question is, like, if you're putting in the work and the results aren't there, where's the break in the system? Because That's why I said that there was a bunch of bottlenecks. That's why I figured if I can kind of get yeah. her support and understanding, I could actually get better at doing content. Because right now that's, I'm just... That's good. So I like, there. now we're getting somewhere. So I'm going to tell you something that's going to hurt your feelings, but that's okay. I don't have any feelings to hurt. She's not going to support you at this point until you show her results. And so although you want her support at like really bad, and that's why you asked it as the first question on the first time you've been on podcasts, which I commend you for. I fucking love that you asked that question. She's not going to support you until you show her results. So even though that's the number one bottleneck right now, the reason she doesn't support you is because you don't have results, period. So then I basically say, hey, like, but I love you so much. I'm going to show you that this is going to work. And I'm willing to put in as much work as it possibly takes for the extended amount of time to earn your trust and show you that I'm fucking right, because I believe in this shit. That's it. And then you just are okay with the fact that she doesn't fucking believe it right now. And you're also like, when you fucking do win, when you do hit 10k, you're also like, I told you, motherfucker, I told you it was going to happen. I got you. It's all good. And you need to understand that the reason that she doesn't believe in it right now or support it is because she pays for the fucking dates that you go on. That's not a bad thing. I'm not shaming you. You're working your fucking ass off. But I'm telling you that the, these bottlenecks are more important than this one because this one's not going to get solved until these get solved. So I need to actually just put the work in and whether she's angry at me or yes. not. Yes. <laughs> she's not going to fucking be happy with you until you show her. Be like, boom, thousand bucks. Boom, thousand bucks. Then she's going to be fucking, okay. She's like, okay, touche. I know. I'm not fucking, I'm not taking it away from you, bro. I'm, I get it. But you need to show her. You need to give her a reason to fucking believe in you. All right. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. I'm sorry about the tough love, but that's the fucking truth. Beck, what's up? Before I go, hey, Mike, can you reach out to Coach Corey and have a quick little conversation? Because Mike said he went through the same shit. Perfect. There we go. All right. Beck, what's up? Sorry, I was just crying that whole time because I um it wasn't my husband really didn't believe with me at all until I got to this point of 5k. He thought I was a part of some weird cult building my business. And we're here. So it just like, I don't know. I kind of like you said, you got to show him and just like just show them and not worry about it anymore. Because he was I was an in-person PT 
doing 60 to seven sessions a week. And um, now I get Thursdays at home with my two and a half year old. We go to ballet, we go have a coffee, like I'm living my best life. So like it does happen. You just got to keep doing it, I promise. And it happens. What's your Instagram? Drop it in the chat. Mike's going to reach out to you. Thank you for sharing that, Beck. I appreciate that. Go ahead. Anyway, so I don't know if you remember, I reached out in November because I was too scared to do a 14-day challenge and I did it. And then I did a paid challenge in January and I had 15 people on board and I just ran a second paid challenge and I now have 30 people on board. So I'm not sure. Somehow now I've turned into the challenge girl. So I don't know if I should still do a 14-day challenge or I'm still getting regular online clients weekly, but I'm not sure if I should do a 14-day challenge because that's what I'm due to do in the next couple of weeks. Perfect. So this is a great question. You're not the challenge girl. You made yourself the challenge. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the, so the purpose, the reason we designed the 14-day challenge and we put it in the units is because the 14-day challenge will help you attract clients if you need help attracting clients, period. Now. It sounds to me like you are in flow. You're in momentum. Clients are reaching out. You got paid challengers. So the fact that people are signing up for your paid challenge, I would hold off on the 14-day challenge for now. I okay. would. Because you can upgrade people from your paid challenge to a full program. And that's what I would do. If I was in your position, if I was in Beck Gibbs' position, I'd be like, okay, who's in my challenge that's like a really rock star client? And I'd be cherry picking those people and sending them videos and being like, yo, Beck, hope you're having a fucking great day. I just want to let you know that uh, you're like a rock star client. And I don't know if you like working with me, but I kind of like working with you. And I'd love to talk about like what it would be like to work together, like after the challenge. Are you open to that? Bam. Let's have a conversation about a full program. So yeah, okay. I, I think that with where you're at with your business, I don't think you need a 14 challenge. If at any point there's like a little bit of slow momentum or you want to fucking supercharge it and you want to get a bunch of new clients all at once, I would run a 14 day challenge. But it based on where you're currently at in your coaching business and what you've told me in the last couple of minutes, I wouldn't worry about running one right now. It's not important. Okay, just keep doing my thing then. Yep. Cool. That's it. Well, I love that for you. Congratulations on hitting 5K. High five. Thank you. Thank you. I just want to, again, Corey, I know I gave you some tough love, but I also just want to fucking give you some love, love, because there's a lot of people on the call that have experienced what you're experiencing. And, you know, Coach Chris said the fucking same shit in the chat. He's like, you're not alone, Coach Corey. So I just want you to know that you're like, you're not alone. All right. You're not alone. Bet. Cameron, what up? How are you, dude? Best day of my fucking life. How are you? Good. So I just had a question about trying to add people to Instagram. So I've been going through current like contacts, then going through their friends list and just trying to pick people that are similar to my avatar that I'm looking for. Is there any other things that I should be doing just on Instagram? Just on Instagram? Do you have any clients? Yeah, just on Instagram. Yeah, yeah I've got some clients. So I've got like in-person clients and I've got online clients. So I'm just adding all their friends because I'm trying to, I, I seem to have at this stage where I'm building slowly, much better with local sort of people that know me or know someone who knows me. That is the best move. It's like, so if my opinion on network expansion on Instagram is like the most useful network expansion is within your network. So friends of friends, friends of clients, et cetera. That's where I'd spend most of my energy. And if you're doing that 20 to 30 minutes a day, effectively, then I would shift your focus from like Instagram lead, like network expansion to like making better content. Because if you have one fucking video that has 10,000 views, it makes up for 10,000 people that you have to go manually fucking add. Yep. And one other question, dude, is there any other way to get a content order other than getting to that Friday session? Because I just can't, I can't make that Friday session. This one at the moment is the only one I can make. What I would do if I were you, if I was a smart fucking guy is I would download my video from like, let's say you like a video downloader 
and I would download my video and I would post in the academy and be like, hey guys, this is the piece of content that I wrote. This is my script. Is there any one or two changes that you guys could suggest? I'm looking to make my content better and people will give you feedback. But content, awesome audits. Thanks, content audits is the move. And even if you can't attend content audits, Cameron, I'm going to encourage you to watch the replay because anything Cole says to Nicole or Walid or Devon is going to be relevant. It's like, it's yeah, all- I watch all the replays, man. They're all sick. I, I just, I, like I wanted something sort of um, like actually to rip my shit apart, but that's all right. I'll try and post something in the uh, group and oh. uh, get some feedback that way. Good to see you. Good Thanks, to see you again. Well, not really see you because I didn't see your camera, but that's okay. What's up, yeah, Kettlebell Coach? Good to see. What's up, man? How you doing, King? Let's go. Yeah, man, I'm fucking hyped. I haven't gone to a, a business event in like over five years, so I'm fucking hyped for that shit. Happy to be the one, brother. How can I serve you today? So I don't really have a question. I just want to share a win. So, man, since the beginning of February, I've been sending out 30 DMs every day. I switched to posting every single day. Last week was week three. Like on Wednesday, I just woke up, you know, low energy. I'm like, fuck, man, you know, is this like burnout, whatever? You know, it's just low energy. That same day, one another kettlebell coach reposted my post on her story, gained me 480 followers. I was like, let's fucking go. And uh, from that, I did a CTA, got like 10 response, close to already. I'm in the works with another three. So we here, baby. I want everyone to write this down. The breakthrough comes right after the breakdown. Three feet from gold. gold. We feel like we're tired. We can't do another rep. We're fucking exhausted. Damn, that's where the breakthrough happens. That's the key. Have the resilience to keep fucking going. You just got to keep putting yourself in the fucking arena. And right when you least expect it, bam, you just got to have the resilience to keep fucking going. Had a had a rough time waking up. I'm I'm still gonna wake up. I'm still gonna do work, do my work. I'm still gonna send the fucking DMs and and here we go, man. So I'm fucking hyped. My boy, I'd love to see that, brother. Congratulations. Thanks, man. Let's fucking go. I'll see you at the event, bro. I'm excited. Devon, King Devon, what's up, brother? What's good, Brian? How are you? Best day of my fucking life, bro. How are you doing? Great, great. It's been a fire podcast. So thank you a lot. My question is with my current client and community. So I'm looking to set a higher standard like on my calls with them that I do weekly. And I just found a time that worked for everyone. We switched the days just recently. And I want to create more engagement and have the show up rate higher. So people are not just getting value from me, but from others, you know? So what are some ways that you can like suggest for me to create this urgency for them to really want to show up to the calls? Mm. So first things first, it's not, I want you're you're thinking about the wrong thing. It's not urgency. It's trust. Okay. It's trust. Because if people trust that they're going to get value from your calls, they'll show up. Mm. Period. Like, and at the end of the day, like urgency is a tactic that you can use to get people to show up like on the last minute. Like if I just like post in the Academy right now and I'm like urgent, massive announcement, you must be on this call or you're going to fucking miss out and it could affect your business and the way you show up for the Academy. I guarantee you to have 200 people showing up for the call. But that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for consistent, regular people to show up. And so the word that you're looking for is an urgency. It's trust. I just mm-hmm. want to change that. Now, how do we get more people to show up to your calls is the question that we're asking. It's going to take time to develop. And you need to get like the people that are showing up. You need to give them fucking like first things first is like building that relationships, being like, thank you so much for everybody that shows up to all my calls. I appreciate you for always fucking being here. It means the world to me. The clients that show up get the best results. So the fact that you've made it a priority in your calendar means the fucking world to me. So mm-hmm. first things first, number one is focus on being grateful and showing appreciation for the people that are showing up to your calls, because let's reward that behavior and get them to show up more. 
Second thing I would do is the people that are showing up to your calls, I would be getting them to post in the group about their takeaways from the calls every single time. Okay. Because people that don't show up to the calls are going to get fear of missing out. The third thing that I would do is I would make sure that you've got reminders for your calls 24 hours before and an hour before your call to make sure that you're constantly reminding people and getting them to show up to the call. Whether that be like in Trainerize, you send out a mass message, or it's like the Facebook group, I think by itself isn't enough. I think Trainerize is a really great place to send out mass messages. I mm -hmm. also, bro, so like the call reminders, I also, Devon, if I were you, if I wanted to get more people to show up to my call, you know, mm -hmm. I would pick five people a week and I would send them a personal video or voice note being like, yo, Devon, I hope you're having a great fucking day. We have a call tomorrow at 5 p.m. It's, you know, we're going to be going over goal setting and I would love to see you there, bro. You know, you've been crushing on your weight loss journey and I would just love for you to like, come hang out with us and it would mean a lot. It'd be fucking dope if I could see you there, right? So I would pick somebody like three to five people that I'd send out a personal video or voice note to, to come to the call. Last thing, I think this is probably the most important one because when we're talking about changing culture, you guys, like culture is a bunch of people all together. And when you need to change a bunch of people all together's behavior, essentially that takes time because you're shifting everybody's habits, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. They all have habits. Like the people that are in your program, they have a certain amount of times that they show up to calls or how they show up for the check-ins or whatever. So changing a group dynamic can take more time, which is why you're going to have to earn their trust so that every time they show up to the call, they get value. So they want to continue to come back so that they make it a habit in their schedule. Like how many of you guys have pod chats as a regular call that you always show up to in your schedule? It's basically burned in there, right? Because you trust that it's going to be valuable, right? So you need to create that with your clients. But so the last and the most important thing, and this is the easiest place to solve this problem, Devon, mm -hmm. is onboarding. When people come into your program and you have your onboarding with them, you're like, hey, by the way, we do calls every Wednesday at 6 p.m. And it's highly recommended that you show up to these calls because me and you both know that fitness isn't just physical because we can't run away from the man or woman that we see in the mirror. And so every Wednesday, we really deep dive into mindset and goal setting. And there's like a fucking powerful call you got to show up for because you're going to get so much fucking value. And the first one's this Wednesday at 6 p.m. I want you to fucking be there. Do I have your commitment on that? Bam. Oh. We get the calls in this group. So now it's in onboarding. So that's everything all together. Did that, that kind of make sense? It did. Yeah, 100%. It did. And and I think like in the onboarding 100% is where I can really like make sure that they, they're aware of that right when they start. I like that a lot. Cool. Anything else I can help you with? Yeah, I do have one more question. I started doing a lot of talking reels, which is something that's extremely powerful. I know this is something that you've recommended to since we've had our, our podcast. And I've been getting very good feedback with people saying that, you know, they've been enjoying the content. It's something different. Where I'm not in a gym, it's more like lifestyle stuff like outside of a gym i still don't think that i'm sharing directly it's still like kind of surface level type of shit where i'm like giving them motivation and i think that's cool but i'm not directly speaking to my clients i think one thing that i'm lacking is actually sharing why i got started in fitness like where i developed like my story of getting started and i think it could really resonate with people i'm just trying to find a way on how i can break that down to content and like leverage that okay so Number one is to get clear on what you want to share. And mm -hmm. so what I want you to do right after this call, Devon, is take out notes, like just literally go into your fucking iPhone notes and be like, why did I get started in fitness? What were my biggest fears? What was my biggest frustrations? Or some of my biggest pain points? And I want you to write these out in bullet points. So write them okay. out, hated the person I saw in the mirror, you know, stepped on the scale and was way too fucking heavy, you know, felt insecure at certain areas of my life, like here, blah, 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 blah. And then the first video that, or whatever, once you have like your list of 20, 30 things, like fears, frustrations, goals, main motivations in bullet points, then you can choose one of them and make a video about it. 
Okay. When I stepped on the scale and I saw 215 pounds, I fucking knew enough was enough. Bam. That's the start of the video. Get it? And then you talk about a little bit about your pain and what you went through when you were 215. And then you talk about like why you committed to your fitness journey and why you became a coach for others. Bet. Does that make okay. sense? Take the ideas out of your head, put them in bullet points. Once you have the bullet points, choose the one that resonates the most right now and then make a video about it. Okay. Is that helpful? It is helpful. Yeah. I think like once I do that, it will kind of give me some like awareness on what I can do to just kind of like stack on top of that. Yep. 100%. That's perfect. Thank you. OG, I got you back. Ashton, what up? What's up, Brian? Uh, can you hear me or am I? Yeah, you're good, bro. How can I serve you? All right. So the first like weeks I was uh, closing pretty much one to two or one every three calls. Now, the last six calls I hopped on, I didn't sign any clients. Now, I don't want to like assume, I don't know if it's a cold streak or not, but to give you some context, I know I can't just say that and you're like, okay, it's not like you have know, the calls or anything. But uh, two of the calls during the time where I was about to actually make the payment, he was in for a yes, his phone died right in the middle of the firehouse call campaign. And then when I called him back, he charged his phone, you know, he talked himself out and then I tried my best to get him. Uh, and then this other guy also said yes, but you know, my donuts took too long to prepare the invoice. So after his yes became a no. Now, other than that, I've been just no, 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 six times in a row. And I think it's just because like, it's messing with me because before that I was closing like one to two, one every three calls. So I guess my question to you directly is what, perspective should I approach going forward? What questions should I ask myself and what should I reconsider in terms of action, changing or with this experience? That kind of made me a little bit disturbed. Yeah, no, you're good, bro. So I'm going to give you, I'm just going to mute you because a little bit of background music and then I'm going to give you my full perspective. So full perspective, right? The last six calls you had zero out of six, but you had two scenarios where they said, yes, the guy's phone died in one of them. And the other one, you took too long to create the invoice. So technically speaking, if you close those two clients, you're still one for three. It's just a fucking series of unfortunate incidents. So that's the first perspective I want to give you, right? So that's number one. We're going to sideline that because I want to give you something practical. After every sales call, this is for all of you. This is a, a post-call ritual. After every sales call that I have, Ashner, I ask myself this question. If I could do that call again, what would I have done differently? This will give you practical fucking tools so that you can always improve on your sales calls. So as an example, if you sat down and asked yourself the question with the guy with the fucking invoice, if I could do that call again, what would I do differently? Then it would be like, I always have the fucking payment link ready. So with them, when they say yes, I'm like, yo, that's great, man. What about the programs for the most of you? They tell me, and then I'm like, cool, I just sent you a text. Did you see that? Okay, so go ahead and take care of that right now. I'm going to put you on hold for one minute. When I come back, I'm going to walk you through the onboarding. Is that cool? So it's like, if I could do that call again, what would I have done differently? That's something you need to do, do after every sales call. I don't care how busy you get. I don't care how much money you make. If you want to be successful, it's about habits and rituals. And like the post-call ritual makes a fucking difference. So if I could do that call again, what would I have done differently? Now, let's say that like, Ashner, you like sit down and you ask yourself the question, if I could do that call again, what would I have done differently? Let's say you botched the wife objection as an example. You're like, I totally fucked up the wife objection. He gave me the wife objection. I, I stuttered. If that was the case, it's like I would work on my wife objection. If that's something that I can practice as a skill, then I would book a role play call. I'd post in the academy like, hey, guys, tripped up on the fucking wife objection. I had no idea what to say. I'd love to book in for a role play with somebody so that I can practice overcoming the wife objection. And then I would literally just like, when you get on the role play with them, I'd be like, hey, so like, I'm pretty good on my calls. I just want to practice the pitch. And then I want you to give me the wife objection that I want to overcome it. And then you just work on that skill. 
Does that make sense? Last thing I'm going to say, because I think this is about shifting momentum, is the perspective I want everyone to have. If you're on a cold streak, write this down, is every no is one step closer to a yes. Every no is one step closer to the yes. So the fact that you just got six no's means that you're overdue a fucking yes. All right, you're overdue. It's coming. Every no is one step closer to yes. So I would be excited to get in your next calls because the yes is coming. Last, last thing, because I know I said last thing, but I got one more fucking thing, is because you've had six no's in a row, your confidence on your sales is probably a little bit lower. So I would book in for a role play with somebody in the academy and I'd run through the full fucking script and I'd practice pitching with confidence so that the next call that you do get on does say yes. Cool? Thank you. And I guess one like quick question, I feel like maybe I'm not sure if I'm always in between should I be more focused on network expansion or content. Last podcast, you told me to double down on viral. You said 50% viral, 50% conversion. And I did that and I was stuck at 38,000 for a long time. And I was able to, I'm about to hit 40,000 followers now. I'm like 50 followers away. So it's spiking up into this. But like, do you think that I should, because of my following, be focused on content more? Yes, I would. The network expansion. Here's the thing. I don't network expand because I'm fucking viral. So if you, if your content's hitting, if you just triple down on that and like that, you don't have to network expand anymore because the purpose of network expanding is to grow your network, correct? But your network is growing because your content's hitting. So once your content starts fucking popping, you don't need to be adding friends on Facebook and Instagram anymore because your content's popping. They're coming to you. That's the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is to no longer need network expand. I don't network expand because my content's viral. But like I kind of live in the DMs. Like I'm so... Like addicted to DMing, I feel like it's the key or something. You don't need to do that. Your content's fucking hitting. So if your content's hitting, double down on your content and get better at getting people to DM you. Can eat you off. Okay, bro. I'll see you soon. Go take action. Go take action on everything I just fucking talked about. All right, bet. P.S. Ashton needs to role play. Who wants to role play? See me in the chat. Navar, last and not least, brother. How can I serve you today? What's going on, my brother? How you doing? Great, bro. How are you doing? I'm good, bro. A little nervous. It's my first time here, but I'm excited to talk to you. Oh, so quick question. I think I need a little bit of mindset help. So I coach entrepreneurs and executives. Reason being that the pain points that they have, I resonate with because I dealt with it a lot. So two years ago, I was an online coach training the general population. I was making like two or 3K. And then I got really sick. And I was really sick for like two years. Mm-hmm. And like life was kind of like up and down, up and down, up and down. And the things that I learned and the things that I had to implement in terms of like lowering my stress and you know, getting my boundaries together and supplementing and everything like that got me to a point where now in this year, I can say that I'm really, I'm in a really good place. Now I'm just trying to get the organization right and everything. Yep. But because my brain is like, yo, you're not at this like standard. It's like something is holding me back from like doing the legion and actually showing up as an authority to the people that I'm trying to coach because like, okay, you just got here, but like, if you're not doing everything that you should be doing every day, like, how can you coach them? You know? How will they see you as an authority? Does that make sense? Yep. I have a, I'm going to ask you a super direct question. Do you believe that you're fit? I'm in great shape, yeah. Are you healthy? I'm healthy now. I wasn't healthy. And before. I didn't ask where you were, motherfucker. I asked what you are. Are you healthy? Healthy. Are you proud of yourself? I am. And fucking show the long way. Because there's a lot of people that are not proud of themselves, that aren't healthy, that are, that are not fit, that need your help. It's your responsibility. Right. It's your responsibility, bro. Imagine if I didn't show up to pod chats because I'm like, well, I'm not Gary Vaynerchuk, so I don't deserve to coach you guys. I'm not Alex Ramosi, so I can't coach you. Sorry. Like, I'm not where I need to be because I see myself on the same level as fucking Gary V. Well, I'm not there yet, so I can't coach you, right? Bro, it's like, 
you've got people that would follow your lead because like you just produce your strength. Like you're not, you're not the person that you were anymore, bro. As soon as I asked you, are you fucking healthy? You're like, yeah, but I wasn't. Cause you still stuck back there, dog. Welcome to the fucking moment. Yeah. This is the moment. Go look at yourself in the mirror. If you're fucking proud of the person that you are looking back at you, then fucking start showing up like it. I agree. That There's people true. in your audience that literally need you that are stressed out, burnt out, feel like shit. And your fucking content can help them. It's your responsibility to serve them, bro. Not only should you, it's your responsibility. Okay, I got you. Does that resonate? Does that help? It resonates a lot, yeah. Bet. So what yeah, are you going to do with that? What are you going to do with that information? I'm gonna, I've, I've been consistent with content, so I'm going to keep putting out content. But I'm just going to just get into practice of getting into DMs more and just realize that they actually do need my help. They actually do have problems that I was able to get over and I'm continuously overcoming. And even if I could help them just a little bit, it would still bring them so much further than they are right now. So not even just help them a little bit. What are you fucking talking about? Let's have a conversation about this, okay? Physically, emotionally, mentally, how much different are you now than you were a year and a half ago? Like 10x. 10x. So if you could help somebody 10x in their fucking fitness journey, would that be useful? Yeah, it would be amazing. Just a little bit. What are you fucking talking about? Just a little bit. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you some exercises to do for your fucking self, okay? It's called being proud of self. Like you need to start being fucking proud of yourself. I mean, go look in the mirror and be like, I'm fucking proud of you. You're doing good shit. Go look at yourself in the mirror and be like, I'm proud of you. Good fucking job. And like, I want you to put it on a sticky note and fucking put it somewhere you can see it every single day. Give yourself credit. This is like everything to do with giving yourself the credit that you fucking deserve for going through the journey that you went through. You ain't that fucking dude anymore. I'm not a drug addict anymore. Okay. I'm not a drug addict anymore. I'm a fucking, I'm a coach that helps people. I ain't going to live in the past. I'm just going to be a part of my story. Cause it's who I used to be, right. right? But like, I'm proud of myself. I want you to fucking repeat it after me. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of myself. I'm fucking proud of myself. I'm proud of myself. That's right. People need me. People need me. I'm gonna show the fuck up every day. I'm gonna show up every day. I'm gonna serve like a motherfucker. And I'm gonna serve to the best of my ability. That's right. <laughs> I love that you did swear. That's cool. You're still being yourself. Bro, you need yeah, to yourself. So this is your homework after podcasts. I like this conversation. This is fun. If you feel like you need the same sort of mindset work that Le- like I just gave Navar, you need to fucking take this fucking homework down. Okay, Navar, this is for you, but this is for everybody that needs this shit. If you need this, I want you to write down "I'm proud of you" on a fucking sticky note, and I want you to put it somewhere where you can see it every fucking day. Whether that's your computer, whether that's where you drive your car or your bathroom mirror, and then you're gonna take a picture. And you're gonna post it in the academy, and I want to fucking see it. I'm proud of you. That's what it's supposed to say. I'm proud of you. All right, bet. I want to update in four weeks. I want you to come to pod chats and let me know where you're at. Yes, sir. Can I ask another quick question? Yeah, go ahead. I'm thinking, I have a hunch that my, a lot of my avatar is on LinkedIn. Do you have any ideas on how to break into LinkedIn? There is a training in the portal on LinkedIn. And so go into the portal and search LinkedIn. And if you can't find it, DM me on Facebook and I'll send it to you. Okay, will do. Appreciate uh, it. It's it was done by Montel Harden, so it should be a Montel Harden LinkedIn training. You might be able to Google it, search it up in the Facebook group too. Montel Harden LinkedIn training or Trent Harrison LinkedIn training, one of the two. But there is there's a lot of yeah, we've got trainings on LinkedIn. All right, I'll look it up. Thank you so much. Well, brother, talk to you soon. Appreciate you. Peace. All right, guys. Well, that's it. That brings us to the end of the podcast episode. I just want to let you guys know two things. Number one, you're fucking awesome. Thank you for tuning into my call. Number two is super excited to see you guys at the event. Those of you guys that got your ticket. And number three. I know I got a bunch of my students here in the fucking, in Kelowna for the Elite Mansion Mastermind. Some of you guys might be watching this fucking live right now. Some of you guys might be on this call right now. 
if you are, I'll see you guys soon. I'm super excited. So hope you all have the best day of your entire life. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. One quick favor, actually, before I go, before we leave, don't leave yet, is the podcast only grows if you guys rate it. So if you guys would do me a favor, if you got value from this, go to the Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave me a rating and a review, and I would love to know what your guys' feedback is. All right? So if you could do me that, that'd be great. Have the best day ever. Love y'all. I'll talk to you soon. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did, and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at TheRealBrianMark for more information, and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.